I mean, I could be working on the streets in a few years, and then a man will pull up and open their limo and say, hey, get in. I heard you on the Glass podcast, and I'm like, oh, by the way, welcome to that. This is Matt. Yeah, this is Stefan. And the best advice I can give in a situation like that is just tell them. Just tell them. Be yourself. No, just just, just tell them no English. No English. <laughs> no English. All right. Anyway. So, hey, so uh, yeah, I had a thing I want to talk about last time and then realized that I probably want to talk about it more that would go past our episode limit, which sure. timer like, right now, it's 733. No, I'm on it. I have a timer. Like, okay. I actually have a timer. Don't It'll have a off. sound go off. Are you sure? Yeah, because that's unprofessional as shit. Should we not have a sound go off? No, because we're professionals. That's why we open everything with a stupid bit. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't have a. Yeah, you're right. Just vibrate or something. Yeah, it's on vibrate. Okay, so uh, I want to talk about that I heard on the news or I saw on my news feed on my phone that apparently Marvel and DC are fighting over a role for Keanu Reeves. Wait, what? Yeah, Marvel and DC are both trying to get Keanu Reeves into one of their movies because Keanu Reeves is probably one of the most popular actors out right right now at this moment of like 2019. Yeah. Uh, John Wick and everything and him him Well the Wick. thing is like he was the darling of the internet for the longest time before John Wick even came out. Then John Wick came out. They're like, "Whoa." Then Happy Counter Reeves meme started coming out. They're like, "Wow, what a transition. He's so cool." And so then people started learning about his life and how personable he is. Well, they knew about that before he made his comeback. So that's what made people like him in the first place is right. that they felt, you know, you not know, relatable, but they had like a kind of like, wow, this is a really endearing guy. I love Keanu Reeves, by the way. Just getting out there. You know my dad, like, he loves John Wick. I wasn't expecting him to like those movies as much as uh, he does. Okay, hold on. Anyone who has a brain like John Wick. I'm just kidding. But. Yeah, I know. But, you know, my dad's more of a, like a classic James Bond. He's not, he wasn't so much into, like, the violence for no reason. Oh, which, I mean, like, th- there's a reason for the violence in John Wick. But, I mean, it's just not, he doesn't like the action scenes as much as... As the next person, so the, I was kind of skeptical, but he loved he loved both John Wick one and two, but we haven't seen. So the things that sells me on John the John Wick movies are one the style, right? The setting, the stunts. It also goes with that too. Well, hold on, the setting is I love it. The fact that there's a whole underground, you know, group of bounty hunters and stuff like that, or assassins, and they have this code of conduct they fall by. So many people love that idea. Yeah, and they were. They nailed it on the head when they decided to capitalize on that so much. I haven't seen John Wick 3. Holy shit, watch it. It's so good. Like, the first 20 minutes is just an insane ride. However, we're not watching that today. We're going to be watching Lady Hawk. Yeah, Lady Hawk. (laughs) We watched watched some 80s throwback movies pretty recently. We watched Ghostbusters first. Uh, Did we watch another 80s movie after that? We we watched uh, Caddyshack right after Ghostbusters. Yeah. Then uh, yesterday we watched Willow. Willow. Which, oh, God, the movie holds up so well. I loved it, man. I Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. If you guys ever want to, like, kill one of your friends. Have a drinking game. Wait, let me rephrase that. Don't, don't, don't. T- no, hold on. Let me rephrase that. If you ever want to kill yourself. If you ever want to kill uh, yourself. <laughs> no, let's, <laughs> let's not do that either. It was like National Suicide Prevention Week yesterday. <laughs> it's oh. an ill-timed joke. Oops. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, if, if, no, you're fine. It's just like, if you want to have, <laughs> all right, if you want to get, uh, drunk, okay, if you just really want to get shit faced beyond belief, 
into another dimension. If you want to get alcohol poisoning, watch you, Willow. Take a shot every time he says "Mad Mode again." Yeah, every you single will get time. Unbelievably fucked up and possible. And not die. just Willow, any character. No, 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 Mad Mode again. Just Mad Mode again. If he says any other character, you will die. No, I mean. If any other character calls out Mad Mardigan. No, no, no. Just Willow. Just, no. Just Willow is enough. No, because there's only other like two other people who say it. So Dude, you need those extra two. You don't. It's a make or break situation. Because he fucking says it so many times. The only other people who call out his name are Eric once and the and uh what's her name? The other Orchard witch. Chick. No, the other witch when she's a ghost. Or when a ghost. When she's a goat. The, the other witch. By the way, anyone who hasn't seen this movie is probably like really confused. Yeah, okay, sorry. But, but anyway. No, just, just do it for... Okay, fine. Just for just for sakes of not overcomplicating it. Just do it for Willow, Just please. do it for Willow, okay. Because seriously, he says that shit every second. Like every <laughs> second he's online and Val Kilmer's in the... Lobby, yeah, he's like, Matt Morgan. <laughs> Matt Morgan. He said online. I don't know if that's what you meant to say. Like every time he's online... I, I was going to say on the set, but I was oh, like yeah. on and then pause, and I guess I made it. You said it. online. It's just like you're playing PS4. It's like, boom, Willow's online. Do you think I could change my username to Mad Morgan and no one would have taken it? Shit, maybe so. I don't think anybody would have taken it. All right, anyone listening to this, please do not take that. That's my new username. Don't bite that. Don't yeah. bite that username. Yeah. Hey, trademark. Yeah, just don't bite that. Yeah. Just tell them not to bite it. Tell them. So um, <laughs> you had a next topic? Oh, I think I do actually. Um, let me see. Let me look in here. Uh, yeah, apparently um, Xbox led the entire month of August, not only on like the digital front, but in the consoles too. Oh boy, who gives a fuck? Uh, Gears Five, I guess, is the reason why. I mean, it would make sense. They that, were like, literally like, been... "This is the highest selling games since Halo Four," and I'm like, "That's sad." I mean, Halo 4 one was pretty pretty successful, but, but yeah. But how long ago was that? Yeah, 2013, 2012. Yeah. 2014, yeah, six years ago. It's like PlayStation, 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 Switch, PlayStation, Switch, PlayStation, Switch, Switch, PlayStation, PlayStation, Switch, PlayStation, you get my bit. And then, oh, Xbox. And then, and then Xbox. Then at the very end, Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the last hurrah. Everyone's trying to push the pro consoles because next year... PS5, and they've announced that both the Scarlet and the PS5 are going to come out 2020. What? I'm yep. kidding. That's cool. So I guess this is the last push. I don't know what game's coming out on the PS4 Pro that they'll be able to do that with before the end of the holiday. Oh, uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk and potentially Last of Us 2. Right. Are they going to release that by the end of the year, or you think it's going to wait I, until next I year? I think what they might do... because they did PS5 with, it, right? Well, no, no, no. Don't fucking say right like that was what I was gonna say. Like, oh you, yeah, totally you're gonna yeah, do that, right? Dude, PS5, yeah. No, right. Shut the fuck up. So it's what? PS5. I'm gonna actually hit you. <laughs> so what they might do is what they did for the first Last of Us, where they'll release it at the end of the console, so it came out first on PS3, and then resell it again on PS4 and turn even more of a profit because everyone wanted those updated graphics of your daughter dying. Spoilers. Anyway, uh, but yeah, they're. They may do that. It's entirely a possibility. They'll settle on the PS4 and be like, hey, get it even better and faster on the PS5. Yeah. I mean, it was what was the difference? Or what was the what was the, the length of time between The Last of Us coming out on the PS3 and the PS4 remake coming out? Was it uh, only like a year or two? It was about a year because the PS4 included the DLC. So it was probably about a year, year and a half. Yeah. I don't know these numbers off the top of my head, honestly. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I 
they're saying the PS5 is going to have full backwards compatibility support, like down to PS1. Right. Even on disc. That won't stop companies from being like, here's the same game you've already purchased eight times, but just with a higher graphic system. I don't know. I mean... All they need to say is that it has slightly better graphics and someone will bite. I know. It's sad, guys. How many times have we purchased Skyrim? Oh my god, that's a good question. <laughs> that is an actually that's a really good question. At least five. Yeah, for me, for me it was uh I mean it's gotta be more Bond. than five. Okay, so three sixty. Okay, for sure, me too. I purchased on PS3. I did not do it on PS3. Alright, Xbox One? Yes. Uh PS4? No. Uh I have on PS4. Switch? Yes. yes. PC? Yes. yes. PC Special Edition. Yeah. Oh fuck! I did do that too. Okay. Because uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't purchase Switch. Did we say Switch? Switch? Oh, okay. Yeah. So at least five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Oof. Five. Yeah, I know. That's Oof. deep. How much money is that to Bethesda for the same game? Well, you don't even bother trying to calculate that. I see you pulling a calculator because we purchased three hundred dollars. No, shut the fuck up because we purchased at different times and it wasn't full sale on Switch. That's still like that. three hundred dollars of our money to Bethesda over a period of time. I mean, yeah. No matter how you cut it, <laughs> so that's kind of that's pretty steep, dude. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, potentially three hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I'm glad about uh the what is the Master Chief Collection coming out on PC is that they're just going to make it free as long as you have Game Pass. So it's not free. You you pay the Game Pass. But I mean, if you have Xbox Live, you're going to do the game pass bundle anyways right i mean that's the way that they've marketed it pretty much to where i mean you don't have to i have xbox live and i don't have game pass you're gonna fucking sue me no not at all but before game pass was what like 15 dollars plus you had to pay 10 dollars a month for so you're, you're saving 10 dollars by doing the new version whatever and you get all the games all the game pass games you get on xbox on pc I mean, but if you wanted to buy it off Steam, at least the Master Chief Collection, I think it starts at $30, $29.99. So at least they're selling it a little bit cheaper because that game is just five really old games all in one thing. Or six, I guess, if you count ODST and Reach. Yeah, the Xbox is clearly the superior system and better than everything else. This episode is brought to you by PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) I would just love to be... Like, have a sponsor and be completely hypocritical about something. Yeah, I think that people would actually enjoy that, though. Like... People like anti-humor. Yeah, so, like, we're sponsored by PlayStation. Like, Xbox is the best system of all time. Fuck PlayStation. This video is brought to you by PlayStation, the greatest console of all time. Fucking sub, bitches. (laughs) I feel like that, like... That would actually kind of work, though. Uh, Not for our sponsors. Our sponsors would be like... Oh, our sponsors would pull away immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, for the audience, they'd be like, dude, that was funny. I mean, think about, like, Eric Andre and Legalize Ranch and him with Ranch. I bet Ranch Dressing has honestly seen a spike, an increase in profits because of Legalize Ranch. Or Rick and Morty with uh, Szechuan sauce. sauce. Yeah, he's a he jinx you on right, the coke. Fuck. Anyway. Yeah, I caught you on that one. <laughs> got you, fucker. Anyway. Uh, we still got a little bit of time left for this episode. Just okay. a tiny bit of time left. So um, we can go on a... Okay, hold on. First of all, that sounds probably disgusting to people listening. I'll just cut my mic off at that part. That's actually a really good call. Sorry, guys. So Noted. I wanted to talk about the art of whodunits. Hmm? Whodunits. Whodunits. Yeah. Who did it? You know what I'm talking about, right? Whodunits. Like when there's a murder and then everyone else in the room needs to figure out who it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
as mainly because it is a character study, which also I'm tying this together super shittily. You have to forgive me. Um, it also ties in with the character study that's coming out, which I'm really, really excited for, which is, can you guess? What? Seriously, it's not hard to guess. It's a character study. That I'm excited for. Who's my favorite superhero? Well, Batman. Who's my favorite villain? The Joker, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah, so you're really excited for the Joker. I am. I mean, of course, low expectations, whatnot. I'm like, okay. But I'm really excited to do a character study because I love character studies. And that did stem through me reading comics as a kid with all these ideas of the Joker, like the killing joke and stuff like that, as well as watching a lot of old school whodunits. Like I watched Murder, the Orient Express. Uh, Great movie, Murder by Death. Murder. Uh, murder. I don't know if you see Murder by Death or not. How fucking dare you? Of course I see. You see Murder by Death? I love Murder by Death. Holy shit! I actually was looking through my DVDs last night. And Are you like Bodie? Yes. Oh my god! Come on, give me some skin, dude. Fuck yeah! Uh, like, like this isn't a bit or anything. No, I, this is real. I fuck. I grew up with that movie and I loved the shit out of it. Did you I had know no that was? You liked did, it. did you expect me to say that? You're no, like, I didn't. Really Honestly, did. I didn't. <laughs> I because yes, Murder by Death is probably one of my favorite movies, favorite comedies. You should absolutely watch it. It's great. Uh, Peter Falk, Jimmy Capote, like just great cast. Uh, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith, really like young, young too. Yeah, really, really young. Real, that's that's real bomb right there. Just mm, saying. Yeah, she. I mean, yeah, definitely a looker. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 uh Clue is another good movie too. Clue is another good who yeah, done it. Yeah. Um, which, God, that's that is the epitome of like a cult classic in the sense that its ratings and reviews when it first came out. Or horrible. horrible. Yeah, of course, because it's based off like a board game. Right. But uh, going back to the whole matter at hand, I love character studies because it's just a deep dive into someone's psyche. And the new Murder on the Orient Express that came out, I watched that. I, I, actually, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. And yeah. a lot of people were upset. They're like, they didn't really lay the clues out. My, the clues were in the character. Right. If you were paying attention to the character, like I, I pretty much was... Okay, I don't want to spoil this. I guessed who who done it right you did, by the, the middle yeah. of it because I was paying such close attention to the characters. The characters were intriguing. I listened to what they said and then came to the conclusion that this is more than likely the outcome. Yeah. And that's the great part about this. So Murder of the Orient Express, I guess, did too good of a job. Yeah, it was a little bit too... I mean, well, and if you've seen the original, you know where it's going. Or maybe, maybe not too good of a job as... In the sense that um, it was too, it was what you're saying. It was too showed, subtle. They showed their hand too much. Yeah. In the sense that the characters were. Oh, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Well, I thought you were going to say it was too subtle. This no, no, time no. Around. So the characters were really good. I enjoyed all the actors in them, but at the same time, they kind of revealed a little too much about themselves to the point that you know people like me and you were able to guess the twist by the middle. Well, and I've seen the original too. Right. Right. Me too. But it I'd also been like a kid so I didn't remember exactly. Oh, I still remembered it very well. We I, my dad was very uh adamant about who done it. My great. dad loved who done it and and, when, and he we had like the three part Murder on the Orient Express VHS series. Yeah, that's boy. what we watched all the time. Um, I, what I, I thought you were going to say was too subtle because the lack of clues and it being in the characters, therefore to like most people, it seemed too subtle. Right. And I think for people who haven't really watched a lot of whodunits, it probably is too subtle, but for people like us who our parents show that to all the time, um, we just kind of knew what to look for, I guess. Yeah. We're not, we're not, <laughs> I'm not trying to make some statement that no, we're, we're smarter than you. Right. No, not at all. I mean, I am, but <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's just 
once you do something once, you kind of get an idea how to do it. It's like knowing how to ride a bike to a whole bunch of three-year-olds. I'm sure that one day they'll be better riding the bike than you, but for right now, you're better than them, kind of. Yeah, it's like you, you'll for the other people who will get into it, they'll understand kind of the the flow of what a whodunits, how it goes. Right. So, uh, along with talking about that uh, the, with whodunits, Knives Out. Have you heard of that? No, I wanted to, <gasps> but I did want to say one thing. I did want to say one thing about the Joker, and maybe we should keep Knives Out until the next episode, and we're out of time. Oh, okay. I did want to say one thing about the Joker. Um, Todd Phillips directing it is a really cool choice. Yes. Um, it's a really cool choice. I think it's a great choice, and I am super, whether I like the movie or not, I admire his tenacity with getting the movie that he wants out. He fought for, sure. fought for the R rating. Just he probably like had to fight the executives at Warner Brothers DC to make, it like not, to make it not connected to anything else in the grand scheme. I mean, yeah, the Waynes are in it, and it takes place in Gotham, but it's... I'm sure he had to fight tooth and nail, or maybe he didn't because Warner Brothers is kind of in a bad spot. But I I would imagine that he had to. Is Zack Snyder completely disconnected now from the DC universe? Oh, God, I hope so. I really uh, okay. Look, okay, this might be the unpopular opinion, and I'm sorry if you guys like Zack Snyder. It's not the unpopular opinion. There's a group that likes. No, there are Zach- there are quite a few people who like Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate his technical ability. Yes, he did a good job on 300. You know. I, from Man of Steel, I could tell. I literally got physically ill in the theater from Man of Steel. Yeah. I think as an editor, he's pretty good. He has a very stylistic view of some things. Right. As a director, as a cinematographer, I think he's piss poor. Or I don't want to say that. He's not to my liking. Well, it's not immersive. The filming filming work that I've seen, like in Batman versus Superman, not immersive. Not film quality. I don't see art in the shots. I see... This shot's gonna make money. You know what I mean? Or this shot's gonna be good because Dude, it does this. You didn't even watch Batman vs Superman or Justice League. Like, I've seen enough. No, I watched. I watched no, Batman vs. No, 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 no. No, I watched Batman vs Superman, bro. I know how it ends, and I've I've seen the whole fucking movie. Okay, I've seen not Batman seen Justice League. No, I'm not. Justice League is a fucking mess. There's only one good scene in Justice League, and I showed it to you. Yeah, that's the scene it's with the, the Flash. Yeah, it was the scene when Superman glances over at the Flash, literally. A look, a look given by Henry Cavill at the Flash is better than the entire rest of the movie. That's that is <laughs> that is sad. That was oh, that was actually at Justice League. So Justice League, I had rock bottom expectations for, it, and it turned out worse than I then could possibly can... imagine. How fucking hard is it to get just five superheroes in a room to just do shit? Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a rant for another time. Most of the animated series blows it out of the water. Easily, not even having to try. Teen Titans makes that movie look like. I mean, I don't know. It's a, the DC universe was a shadow of its former self, and I'm just glad that Todd Phillips is stepping in to make, like you said, a who did it. Yes. With that being said, I enjoyed Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, and Shazam. I like those movies. But they're standalones, which is why they're no, they're kind of well, they're connected universe wise. But but. But like you know, like I'm, I'm making a small gesture with my hand, my thumb, and my index finger for the audience that can't see us. No, they, they are for the audience that can see us. Where are you? 